0: Alan Gerding here. It's episode 129 of the Tuesday Night Podcast, and I'm unavailable to record it. What? That's because this past weekend, I was spending way too much time with International Tabletop Day. (laughs) Playing games with Sir Weenie and Sister Elizabeth at some friendly local gaming stores like Tabletop Cafe in Cleveland. (laughs) We played games like Two Rooms and a Boom, of course, and Red Scare, which is Sir Weenie's game, and we even played a bunch of Matt Fantastics' That's Not Lemonade, which is coming out soon. So, what the hell's gonna be going on this episode? You're in for a treat, because B-Team is back, B-Team Logan and B-Team Will... Are taking over for this episode 129, and they're gonna talk about reboot games, games that get rebooted. And there's also a pretty good story from Logan about friends who emotionally manipulate to get their win in a stupid game. So I hope you take a listen and enjoy this episode of the Tuesday Night Podcast, already in progress! I'll talk to you after the episode. Shoes.
1: uh what was the what was the not until but it was like front till did you say front till <laughs>
2: You wanna know what I'm really tired of? Straight people. What well, you how you know already? You're supposed to act like you didn't know that straight people are the worst. <laughs> High crimes being held against the straight people that run this particular podcast. What was yeah. this podcast called, Logan?
1: The Tuesday night podcast
2: that's what it used to be called and now it's called team b's plan b podcast takeover <laughs> i'm glad that i can just, make you laugh yeah. no straight people allowed you're not straight right <laughs> right you you haven't you haven't you haven't made any life choices that you're, you're you would be straight at this point in time correct
1: no it's not a life choice but no i correct i have not been through conversion therapy and like Mike Pence and acting like I'm.
2: Oh, to... don't make it political. The only okay, politics sorry. here is our revolution against our straight people overlords. This is it's Team political. B, Plan B, all homosexual all the time. Formerly Tuesday <laughs> Night Podcast. We have I'm, been snubbed.
1: I'm uncomfortable with the amount of the, the podcast that is strictly related to our sexuality.
2: <laughs> well, then let's actually talk about what. Uh, what these guys have done a terrible... First off, we're taking over because they snubbed us in episode 100. Agreed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, no. Yeah. They We've... of all the, the effort and time that we put into this particular program. Not yeah, a plural, single thank plural you. Plural hours, for sure. Yes. And no no B-team. Many thanks for covering us in our moments of weakness when we couldn't handle things on our own. So, so now we're just going to take the reins and, and drive and show them what a real tabletop gaming podcast can be like (laughs) full of adventure and excitement
1: you made so you made a reference to drive and it's a reboot i feel like i should go ahead and talk about downforce this
2: (laughs) oh wait 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 well we have to do the silly corny uh alan girding audio inserts so (laughs) (laughs) do you want to move into topic time
1: uh yeah.
2: All right. This is where we're going to insert Alan Gerding saying some ridiculous, uh, excuse me, sir. What time is it? And then putting on some other silly voice. It's topic time. R. Cause I'm a pirate dealio. Excuse me, Sam. Do you have the time? But of course it be topic time. So, our topic this week that we decided on was Reboot, because we're rebooting this podcast, correct? Yeah! We are going to talk about games, well, right, wait, hold on, we're supposed to explain that this is a podcast about games you play on, over, under, Mm -hmm. between... I got
1: this, I got this. It's the stories we make while playing the games we love on, around,
2: and under the gaming table. I'm glad you actually care about accuracy. I was going to say, like, (laughs) interdimensional time, space, (laughs) differential, wherever you have the opportunity to throw down some cardboard and take action in this world. The revolution lives in your heart, my friends. It does not have to be restricted to where the man tells you, you can play your games. You could be high up on a girder, you know, you've just come out of your union meeting and you're fired up and you want to play some, I don't know, Monopoly we trash all the time. What's an actual good game? Clank? You want to play clank on a girder? You go ahead and do it, my friend. You tell you want to them, play clank in space, in space, you do in, it e- exactly. Don't let NASA tell your astronaut self what you can and cannot do with your time. You own your time, sir or madam.
1: I'm to show it up their astronaut.
2: <laughs> I agree 100%. All right, we're talking about games that reboot. Games that had a long run in one way, shape, or form, and then for some reason, usually because the man has decided, or, or the woman. I, you know what? The evil overlord has no gender. <laughs> they just have <laughs> evil.
1: I mean, the evil overlord does mostly have a gender.
2: <laughs> well, that is true. but And, and it's a boy. That's, yeah, that's Well, no. Women have been making great strides in evil overlordness.
1: I'm and I applaud them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, mean, I encourage
2: if Evil Overlord is your goal, woman, you have my support because ultimately that's my dream as well. But first we must take down the man that's been the men, Sean and Alan that have been keeping us down.
1: This is so weird.
2: All right. You wanted to talk about uh, your well, reboot we're... game. We have yeah. we have we have three reboot games we can talk about. So I,
1: I I know several reboot games, but I did bring one specifically to the table that I've been playing a lot recently. There you go. Uh, Downforce is a game that's now by Restoration Games. I don't know what its predecessor; it may have still been called Downforce. But uh, anyway, it's Restoration Games is a company that is republishing old games to give them like a new life, and Downforce is one of these. It's a it's a racing game. Wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Do you want to take the tools that have been used to oppress you (laughs) into your own hands so that you can reshape the world as you see fit? I will give you this opportunity.
1: You're talking about doing an elevator pitch?
2: You got to step into that elevator and make it your own, my brother.
1: All right. Are we doing a character or is, is that too much like the man?
2: I think that your character has to be a righteous revolutionary who has the will and the love of the people on his side.
1: All right. <laughs> so give me the go then.
2: Um, uh, 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 what is his name? Who's that dude uh, with the t shirts?
1: No, on the t shirts.
2: Ding me, Che Guevara.
1: My people. <laughs> It is time now for us to get in our cars and get ahead of the game, finally. With the game Downforce, a game about racing. You're in race cars, and you will, rather than just being the blue car or the red car, you're going to have to bid on which car you're going to be, and that car will have a random power assigned to it. But be careful how much you spend, because that's the money. That that money's going to come out of your winnings. This game is all about how much you can win. and We will win! Uh, there's interesting mechanics in that you also uh, at three places during the race get to bet on who you think will win so even if you're in last place being beaten down by the man it's okay you're not at a loss because you could make it so the person in first place drives off a cliff and then you bet on the person in second place and then end up winning the game because everybody was not privy to your plan so you need not win this race to win the war
2: all right, we'll take that. We'll take it, and I think we're also in favor of cutting people's brake cables uh, <laughs> as necessary,
1: as 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 you, as you need to. In this game, you'd probably just be like putting a brick on their uh, gas pedal. That's that's about as much as you could do. <laughs> well,
2: that's in the world of games. I live in the world of reality. Oh, All right. Hi. So this is another car racing game.
1: Yeah, it's really does, simple, it, and is, it's up to six players, which is like my sweet spot for number of players and the sim- simplicity is there. Like you can very easily get it on the table and teach everybody how to play. Regardless six of
2: players it. or six revolutionaries?
1: Uh, Well, it only requires players, but it is it, the rule book does suggest revolutionaries. All
2: right. I agree. <laughs> we, we must drive fast into our new future that we will shape with our own hands.
1: This, th- we have alienated every single listener of this podcast.
2: Nope. <laughs> we have won their hearts. <laughs> because they, too, have long suffered under the repressive rule of Sean and Alan. <laughs> All right, so this is a car racing game. Do you have... What, what? Give me some features. Do you have multiple tracks that you can pick from? Or is it always yeah, the well, same track?
1: Right out of the box, you can flip the board over. I'm not sure if they're going to have any expansions, but it would be easy enough to add more racetracks. But the thing in the box has two racetracks.
2: And uh, does it have different kinds of cars, or...?
1: Every car the color of the car and then you flip over a card that is the power for the car so there's like one of the cars will be better at straightaways so if it only goes through rectangular shaped squares or rectangular shaped spaces during its turn (laughs) then it will if it only goes through rectangular shaped spaces in its turn it gets to move two additional spaces and then there's Ah. another car there's another car that always moves itself which on your turn you play a card it will move at least one car but it may move all the cars Normally, the person whose turn it is gets to determine all the movements, but one of the cars gets to determine their own movements. There are definitely, you can set yourself up to have advantages or set somebody else up to have a disadvantage by moving them in
2: a certain way. All right, yeah. so how is this a, a reboot? How is this a, a reformatting of a previously existing game?
1: It's it's exactly that. This used to exist. Uh, I think it was, hold on, let's, let's look at this more info tab.
2: Are you using the internet?
1: I'm using the internet. Am I not supposed uh. to? Is that the tool of our oppressors?
2: Most, most certainly. It shapes the thinking of young minds with false information transmitted over the wires. No, you need to get your information fresh and clean from the fields.
1: (laughs) Okay, uh, Downforce is a restoration of Wolfgang Kramer's classic, which I'm assuming had the same name. For nearly 40 years, this card-driven racing game has been the delight of gamers and families and revolutionaries. Yes, yes oh it's it's, okay it's had several names it's been top race it's been daytona 500 it's been cleveland grand prix uh now it's (laughs) down
2: because there's so many grand prix's in cleveland (laughs) home city of our chief oppressor oh my oh dear would you say it's 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 introduced new mechanics or they've kind of just refreshed the look and feel of the game
1: well, I, I never played any of these originals, so I, I couldn't tell you if they added additional ones. They, uh, Restoration Games seems to pride themselves on sort of giving you back a classic that existed before, so I doubt nice. that they've changed much except for updated the, uh, the art and probably the components. So The,
2: the components are very nice. All right. The, the reboot that I'm bringing to the interdimensional time shift uh, <laughs> this evening because I refuse to play my games on a table. I have spoken about Cardfight Vanguard on this program previously. Mm -hmm. It is obviously something that I hold dear and close to my heart. It is a trading card game or a collectible card game, as some people like to call them, that I uh, have invested quite a bit of time, effort, and money into. Well, Mm -hmm. last week, Tuesday night at 11.30 p.m., the company that makes Cardfight Vanguard announced that beginning in June... They are completely restarting the entire game pretty much from scratch.
1: Wow. Doesn't that mean that all the money you put into is useless now?
2: Uh, Well, so this is how they have decided to reboot. The merits of this action are yet to be determined. I would say don't necessarily listen too closely to the Cardfight Vanguard community as they go through their spasms and whatever's of horror and dismay (laughs) (laughs) regret over financial expenditure two things vanguard has never done they've never done set rotations so Mm -hmm. pretty much every card that has ever been printed since 2011 has been a valid card to play in the game
1: that seems Um, like it'd be very hard for a new set to make an impact
2: yeah well true 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 and they've never had formats so what they've decided to do is Frontil, Frontil, frontil. <laughs> with Revolution comes new language, <laughs> Frontil October. There will be three formats. One will be called Standard, which is the completely only the new cards that will be obtainable in English starting in June. There will be Premium That is all of the old cards plus the new cards that will be introduced in June. And then there will be something called G-Era. So the last uh, round that we've had in Cardfight Vanguard has been called G-Era. So G-Era is basically nothing new is getting added to it, and you're just playing up until the last set, which will be coming out in April. Mm. Uh, So you you won't be able to introduce any new cards. But I just found it interesting because it was not officially said, but the assumption that a lot of people who have paid a lot of attention to Vanguard is the company that makes the game Bushiroad identified that the game was dying, that because they'd never done rotations and never done formats or anything that they'd kind of dug themselves into a hole where they really couldn't do anything to keep the game interesting anymore. And from their perspective, The game has always intended to be a casual game for young adults, and what it was becoming was an expensive game for people with full-time jobs. So (laughs) what they decided to do was to kill the existing game that they had and give it a new life as a completely new game. Some basic rules and everything are staying the same, but they're taking out a lot of components that existed in the previous game. Uh, so this is going to be an interesting space to watch. Uh, either they will have great success because people will be attracted to kind of a, a getting back to their roots format for the game, mm-hmm. or in a year, there will be no more Cardfight Vanguard <laughs> because people will have <laughs> oh, wait, lost interest. Would spell doom for your
1: podcast. What would you make your podcast, your other podcast? Well, uh, yeah, we've taken over this one now. So
2: possibly so. other collectible card games. Maybe I'll st- learn how to play Magic. Magic will never die.
1: <laughs> Hearthstone's really good. I'm just gonna say. That. Yeah,
2: but you don't have physical cards with that. I don't. I don't do digital card games. Digital card games are tools of the oppressor. They soothe your mind. They are the opiates of the masses.
1: No, no, no. You, what you've just done is tell somebody who loves cats how the cats are going to eat them when they die. Yeah,
2: clean it up. Your 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 mind needs up. some work. We we we'll, we will keep on. We will continue no, working on media cleansing sucks. your mind.
1: Will I get? I have. I currently have my entire Hearthstone collection in my pocket, and you can't do that with magic.
2: Yes, you also can't do that without a battery or electricity. And when we start removing those particular services that support your oppression, what are you going to do? Let's talk about... I mean,
1: magic, you have to have a human. You have to have another another full-functioning human that also likes to play magic in the same room with you, whereas Hearthstone,
2: they get them on the internet. There will always be more humans, but let's talk about another game that's recently had a reboot that's kind I of say
1: Pathfinder
2: no <laughs> Legend of the five rings
1: oh yes yeah, another this is actually one that I was thinking of um yes. that you might you might mention it's another collectible Bec- card game we were very
2: well, it's a living card game which is
1: better than yes, I mean, like, <laughs> yes. Th- if you if you want to make a game that is more for a casual player then i think a living card game is the way to go
2: except that legend of the five rings is really really hard
1: yeah i mean it's casual in the sense that you can play it without dedicating your life to it but yes legend of the five rings is a is a complex game you can play
2: you can play it without dedicating two to three thousand dollars a year to it
1: right that is that is not what i want to do
2: so Legend of the Five Rings was originally a collectible card game. I have seen packs of L5R cards for sale at like 10 cents a pack in various stores. It was, I think, Gen Con last year, Gen Con 2017, was when it launched as a living card game by the folks who have grabbed the intellectual property and and hoarded it for themselves in the world of living card games, Fantasy Flight.
1: Is, Is Fantasy Flight the man?
2: Fantasy Flight is part of the man. We all know that Fantasy Flight is owned by another company. We'll get into that later as the revolution (laughs) progresses. First, we (laughs) must take out the arms of the octopus before we can get into deep into its brain. Into its beak. Tell me, did you play original Legend of the Five Rings?
1: I did. I have like a bad story for Legend (laughs) of the Five Rings.
2: Tell me your bad story.
1: So the game just in general excited me a lot. Because you, as a player, you can actually have a bearing on the story.
2: Yes, so that's one of the core things about Legend of the Five Rings is that the outcome of tournaments and plays of the game actually shape future sets of the game and how it will play forward. Different cards, uh, what do they call it, design space for the cards? Different things that they will do with the cards will reflect how tournaments have played out over time.
1: Yeah, so like... If the Scorpion Clan...
2: Scorpion Clan, best clan.
1: Yeah. But if they if they won a, a giant tournament and they used a certain card that was like some kind of disgraceful move or whatever, that would be reflected. Like the Scorpion Cards would then become more powerful in the next sets. And like if they defeated the... Is it the Lion Clan?
2: There is a Lion Clan. Yeah. Uh, I would like to... Uh, see, this is where we can see that you, your brain has been washed by our overlords and, and needs some re-education. Scorpion is not disgraceful. Scorpion exposes the dishonor (laughs) and disgrace of the other clans that they would like to keep hidden. But continue.
1: Okay. Yeah, no. And that's... Okay. So if they won the battle by disgracing the lions, how about that? Yes. Then that would be reflected in future cards. Like there would be maybe a disgraced version of a hero from the lion clan that was less powerful. But yeah, anyway, that's aside from my story. My story is that collectively my group that I game with you know I'd always go to like Sunday afternoons at the comic store and play whatever was going on. And we were all into Legend of the Five Rings. So I had made my my Lion Clan deck. I was very excited about playing and one of my good friends was my match for the first game and I was just learning how to play this game. I didn't really know the rules and I certainly didn't know tournament rules. There's some weird stuff about ties. And wins and losses. But anyway, it got to the point in the game where I couldn't win, but I could make us draw. And so I went for that. And the person, my friend, who was playing against me was like, no, you have to surrender. Don't don't just do this draw. And I was like, no, I'm, I mean, like, yeah, I don't want to lose. I'm going to do the best that I can. That's what you do. You do the best you can. And uh, they were like... Uh, if you don't surrender, then I'm not your friend anymore. And they said it with like conviction. I, wow. I initially I thought that was that was just somebody being overly dramatic or something, but I looked into that person's eyes and they were 100% serious. And I was like, okay, fine, man, you win, I guess. That person to this day feels very bad about that because of course they do. That's the, that was the, the my only response
2: thing. when somebody presents me with that type of a challenge, my only response that I give them is, and you can memorize this phrase and use it freely because it will work wonders for you in all areas of life. Mm -hmm. You just look them in the eyes and you say, I will not dishonor you by playing any more poorly than the match you deserve. (laughs) I have started playing Legend of the Five Rings. I, I I find the gameplay to be fun. It is a bit complex. Definitely requires watching some YouTube videos about mm-hmm. gameplay and then asking people to help teach you.
1: When I learned this that the it was the old system and you had to have two decks to play that had to have like two separate colors of protectors or whatever, is that still the case?
2: Uh, you ha- you do have two decks. One is your dynasty deck, and one is your conflict deck. So your dynasty deck is kind of your warriors that you send out into battle, and then your conflict deck is the support cards that you get as you battle.
1: Yeah, it's a really it's a cool game. It's just like I'm never I'm never gonna play it again because oh yeah, you <laughs> it got will because when
2: I when I bring it to Gen Con, you and I are gonna sit down and we're gonna play, and I'm going to I'm going to make this a good memory for you.
1: Well, okay, but if you if you say I'm not going to be your friend anymore, unless you,
2: <laughs> I would never say that to a I fellow know, revolutionary. It's the
1: most ridiculous thing to say, isn't it? it? it, it
2: over a game, yes. <laughs> See, this is how the man has brainwashed our our comrades into thinking that winning is everything, when actually camaraderie, equality, and sharing of wonderful experience of playing a game together is what's truly important but i just wanted to also say about legend of the five rings it's very similar also if anybody has played netrunner because typically you build your deck you have a main clan there are seven clans the seven clans are not the five rings so you'll have one main clan and then you will also have a certain amount of influence so that you can bring in cards from another clan the deck that I am currently playing is a scorpion crab deck. Um, but awesome. there are other builds and variations that people have made. A lot um, of legs
1: in your deck.
2: There are a lot of legs. A lot of arthropods. <laughs> Anthropods? I'm not uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. So what did Pathfinder do? Pathfinder, the poor man's dungeons and dragons, as we like to say. I don't know if <laughs> The poor... That's... What, I like to say because sometimes I'm evil.
1: I would I would even say like uh, a person who played Dungeons and Dragons Third Edition and is very purist about that. That's what they play as Pathfinder because it's just Third Edition D and D, but streamlined.
2: So how have they rebooted?
1: There's, there's well, I'm not a hundred percent certain because it's it has yet to come out, but it is they're going to release a second edition, and it's so perplexing to me because it's already. It is absolutely third edition D&D. So when you make a second edition of
2: a third edition clone, what does that mean? Wow. Uh, is it like 3.5 or is it three squared?
1: <laughs> well, 3.5 was actually, was actually a real Dungeons & Dragons version, and Pathfinder is closer to that. Pathfinder first edition is closer
2: to 3.5. So, wow, what changes have they made? Man, I'm
1: so ill prepared to talk about this. I didn't know I was gonna talk about this.
2: You're the one who
1: brought it up, I know, but it's just because I know it and not like I wish I had somebody to talk to you that that has played like Greg. They're just I'm
2: sure he's very knowledgeable. Greg is the king of uh, what do you call them things role Um, playing games? Yeah, RPGs, And, and Greg.
1: Greg is not part of the man. He is a gay man, so we could have him on the podcast.
2: Yes, that is true. Greg, Greg is 100% homosexual, fully endorsed and approved by this uh, <laughs> commissariat or whatever they call the ruling body that we have be- will become when we bring justice, peace, and equality to the world.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I guess we should have... Greg on to talk about that.
2: All right. Like, what other things do they do? That they don't have. We can't knight to knave because we're not going to invest in their feudal hierarchy of classes. <laughs> no, we will comrade anyone who wishes to become a comrade.
1: I think that's already an Alan thing, right? That's
2: he, he comrades any, people.
1: Well, he accepts any friend request on Facebook. So that's sort of the same.
2: That's a dubious honor, I'll have you know. Next thing you know, he shows up at your door, and you have to take him around town for a weekend.
1: Wasn't that a fun weekend, though?
2: Assaulted by a (laughs) (sighs) Scot. Depends on how you define fun, sir. All right. I believe we can let the people's education come to an end for this evening's program, but we will be back. (laughs) With the revolution's favorite letter, I believe our next program will be about the letter S. Yes. So let us leave you with thoughts of the letter S.
1: <laughs> so, until next time. Until so next dears.
2: time. Well, no. Wrap your stuff. Okay. We're not. We're, we're not doing their little shtick.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm Logan. Did we? Have, did we say our names at the beginning of this?
2: Uh, your, your assigned names from your oppressors don't have relevance any longer you are b team logan
1: Uh, okay that was a name literally assigned by our oppressors (laughs) in this fiction (laughs) anyway i'm logan jenkins and i have another podcast called very random encounters where we play pen and paper rpgs uh and randomize as many things as possible um sean our one of our oppressors has actually been on (laughs) that show
2: you tried on. to save him you tried him. and failed
1: i mean it was a it was a valiant effort though and you can go check that out on our um monster of the week season we've done we've been doing that that podcast for a whole year now it's crazy How about and you, where can Will? they find
2: you where can they find you on the twitter if oh, the, you wish yeah, to you have can them find see, you find
1: me at logan jenkins
2: and that's jenkins spelled j e n k i n s because i often think that he says jenkins like J-I-N-K-I-N-E-S which is incorrect.
1: Lots of people think I say Jennings or
2: Jensen. Mm.
1: Not, neither None of those are correct. Jenkins.
2: These are all fine names to replace the name that you will no longer need <laughs> when we bring about our new world. I am William Anderson. I am a co-host of Drive Check, a Cardfight Vanguard podcast. We're one of only three... Card Fight Vanguard podcast on all of the internet.
1: For now, this one's a Card Vanguard nah, podcast a little bit. Not quite, not quite.
2: <laughs> I also co-host It's Super Effective, a Pokemon podcast. If you haven't heard of it already, I'm not certain where your ears have been. And you can find me on the internet with your pleas to join our revolutionary band at Wash in the Sink. W a s h i n t h e s i n k. Now,
1: wait. That's just our sign off. Now. Front till next time.
2: <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is I, Omega Oppressor, Ellen Girding. Just wanting to thank Will and Logan for doing this episode. Thanks for having my back. I also want to thank the Knaves and Knights that listened this far. A little bit of an apology if you were listening to this episode expecting to hear an update about the Dan Yarrington controversy, for lack of a better term, that we talked about last episode in episode 128. My apologies, we still haven't heard from Dan Yarrington. But next episode, maybe we'll hear from him by then. And also, SBJ, we're hoping, is coming back for the episode 130, zero episode. Yeah. Oh, we have a live podcast event at Gen Con. So if you're going to Gen Con, check out the events. They're live Saturday night tuesday night podcast get your tickets now while you can yeah yeah so thanks again for listening if you want to keep in touch with the podcast remember you can follow us at PlayTKG on the tweets and please email us everything you can comments questions name tonight's submissions etc cetera, etc cetera, via podcast at tuesdaynightgames.com thanks again for listening this episode's finished